know, here in Matthew's gospel, Jesus isn't answering a question directly, but he says something very similar here that he says in Luke's gospel, in which he is answering a question. In that gospel, he is answering the question of how many will be saved? How many will be saved? And that's, of course, a, a question that we hear often. We hear it, we hear it asked by non-Catholics, by non-Christians. We hear it asked by Catholics. It's a big controversy in some circles. How many will be saved? Will many be saved? Will few be saved? And oftentimes it's a question in our own hearts. How many, how many will be saved? Or will this, will this other person be saved? Did this other person get saved? We, we tend to, to ask these questions, you know, both generally and about other people. And Jesus says some interesting things to this. First, he says, do not give what is holy to dogs or throw your pearls before swine. And then a little bit later, he says, enter through the narrow gate, for the gate is wide and the road broad that leads to destruction. And those who enter through it are many. You know, it seems like he's avoiding the question in, in a sense. But our saint today, Saint Cyril of Alexandria, he ties these things together. This is what he had to say about this. This reply may seem perhaps to wonder from the scope of the question, for the man wanted to learn whether there be few who are saved, but Jesus described to him the way whereby he might be saved. We answered that it was the custom of our Savior to meet his questioners as having regard to what was useful and necessary. And this is, he especially did when anyone wanted to learn what was superfluous and unedifying. See what he's saying here? It's superfluous and unedifying to wonder about how many will be saved. For what good was there in wishing to learn whether there be many or few who will be saved? On the contrary, it was a necessary and valuable thing to know in what way a person might attain salvation. That person, that disciple, that one person engaging with the Lord. In what way might he or she be saved? Jesus is purposefully silent, therefore, with respect to the useless question that had been asked him, but proceeds to speak of what was essential, namely the knowledge necessary for the performance of those duties by which men can enter in at the straight and narrow door. For this he has, always, he has also taught us, saying, Enter through the narrow gate, for the gate is wide and the road broad that leads to destruction, and those who enter through it are many. How narrow the gate and constricted the road that leads to life, and those who find it are few. St. Cyril is a doctor of the church. You know, this is the, high, the highest honor of the church to be, to be recognized as a doctor of the church, meaning one who, who clearly and precisely taught Christian doctrine, unpacked the revelation of Christ. And this is one of the central pieces of it, to not worry about what other people are doing, to not give what is holy to dogs or to throw pearls before swine, but rather to focus on our own salvation, to focus our, on our own relationship with the Lord. And paradoxically, you know, the more that we do this, the more that we help others to be saved. So even when we think to ourselves, oh, but if I worry about others, then I'm going to help them. Well, this is a way of avoiding our own salvation, our own focus on the Lord and our focus on our salvation. So we can stay here with the Lord, hearing from Him, to stay focused on the narrow gate and to pray to him that we enter through it. And St. Cyril, he's most known for his devotion to Our Lady and for clarifying and, and defining more precisely the doctrine and, the do and later defined as a dogma 
of the Theotokos, God, or excuse me, Mary, the mother of God. And so this is another way that we can think about our salvation is to stay really close to Our Lady, the mother of God. And the more that we do this, the more that we grow in being sons and daughters in the son, right? Because Christ is the mother of God. <laughs> excuse me, Mary is the mother of God. Christ is God himself and Mary is his mother. And so the more that we grow in our devotion to her and our relationship with her, the more that we are conformed to Christ and therefore the more that we are saved.